Hey guys, welcome to a new episode of Money and Mandem. I'm David. I'm Jerry. I'm Joshua. I'm Ramon. And I'm Tani, and I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Um, hey guys, welcome to our latest episode. So today we have our first special guest, Nathan. Nathan, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. Thanks for inviting me, guys. I'm looking forward to this. I'm looking forward to this session. How's everyone else doing? Yeah, we're I'm good. good, man. I'm good. Thanks for asking. I'm good. Thanks for the special shout-out. How, how are you, David? How are you? You always ask I'm, about us, you know? How are you? Fantastic, you know? Just living life, enjoying myself. You know, full of energy. Okay. So recently Tesla and Apple announced their stock split. So what do you guys think about that? I think I think it's smart. <laughs> I think it's a good move. I think yeah, it's intelligent, but then you also have to um ask yourself why are these companies so high in terms of the share price? That was the driving factor for both of them. Before before we get into this, I think for the for the, for yeah, the listeners, yeah. let's explain what a stock split is. So, Tani, yeah. could you break that down, please? It's quite simple, actually. What happens is that <laughs> it's quite simple, actually. What happens is that let's say um, you have a two hundred dollar stock of company A. A company might then split your $200 stock into five shares. So you have five $40 stocks. So that it doesn't really change anything to, um, for the holders. It just makes them more liquid in the um, holdings of, the, of company A. So then you could sell, let's say, one stock. So now you, your total holdings are 160 And it helps companies with liquidity just in general. So then people buy and sell their stocks more and stuff like that. But well, yeah. One would say... I was going to say, one would say companies like Tesla and Apple, Apple especially, do they really need that liquidity? Because they've already got so much cash reserves. I don't see what benefit Apple specifically gets from it. Neither do I. I think, I think maybe it's more for news. So then it's just for it to be in the news. But also, what we've also seen is that a lot of normal people, retail investors are investing in these companies. And I know that, let's say Robin Hood, I know there's um, other um online trading platforms provide fractional shares, but it makes them also more accessible to the average um, investor as well. So that's the logic behind stock splits, but. So overall, like like just the, um, overall a stock split is that um, you're basically providing more shares, but then keeping, and then setting the value to this, to the price where that the number of shares times the share price is equal to the same, Market cap before you started. Right. Yes. Let's that's cut the max. That's the max. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just confirming. I'm just trying to. That's the, the max. That's the max. So imagine, imagine an orange. Imagine you wanted to share an orange, but you couldn't cut the orange, right? But now you can cut the orange, so you can share it and you can like trade it on whatever. But before you just had one fat orange, so you can't do nothing with that, you know. You can only sell yeah. that big orange. Some companies don't want to stock split like Berkshire Hathaway, Warren Buffett's company, because they think that it kind of takes away from the company's, um, what would you say, how the company looks, basically. So then they would be like, if they dilute their shares, they don't want it to be, diluted shares makes it more, vol- makes the share more volatile as well, because people are going to be trading it more. 
not necessarily, but that's that could be a re, that could be a, a result. So Warren Buffett was like, yeah, he's not diluting his class A shares, and now they're like three hundred thousand. So yeah, three hundred thousand per share. Yeah, yeah. yeah. bro. Class A, class A. Though. These are the <laughs> class A shares. How many? Like, what are the other classes? There's class B. <laughs> As in, so you get you get like preference. There's different types of shares, basically. So yeah. some get some get dividends earlier, and yeah. it's just kind of other things. Some have voting rights, some don't. It's all those kind of things. Yeah, basically. But I don't know what specifically these offer. I don't think they have dividends. These ones. So that's not. Do you think it's because, like you said? like about the image they don't want certain type of people investing in it so those that can't see so typically stock splits make the stock cheaper for the average person to get yeah even though it's the same value so do you think it's like Berkshire Hashway doesn't want a certain type of people to I don't know purchase the stock or they want more seasoned veterans which we have more money to spare I don't know if that's the case or I think so but yeah uh, what do you guys think man. I think it's I think it's more yeah so then they don't want the stock price to fluctuate as much. I think that's the I reason. guess, yeah, that, that makes sense. That makes sense. But, yeah, okay, so bringing it, bringing it to, to Apple and Tesla, how does, how does that correlate with the news that we've seen? Well, both, both of their stocks have been doing pretty well ever since the, that news announcement. Yeah. So, so, so are you, are you saying that a stock split would, has, the news has caused increase in their value? I would say so. I would say that's part of the reason why their stocks have gone up so well. But you guys know I'm a Tesla fan anyway, so I'd say there's a lot more reasons why Tesla's doing very well. But oh, we'll we'll get to that. Don't I'll you get worry, to that later. Yeah, don't I don't. Worry. I don't want to rush that. I don't want to rush. <laughs> so, uh, so, uh, yeah. So, I guess the news is that Apple hit two trillion dollars, first two trillion dollar company uh, by market cap, and Tesla for two. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Saudi Aramco. Two trillion. They were two trillion. They were two trillion. Saudi- I think they were yeah, the think- first US company, but Saudi Aramco was the first overall. I think they hit it like last year. Yeah. Okay. But but Saudi Aramco's Saudi Aramco's that that one's that one's a different beast. It's, it's cheating. It's cheating. Yeah, they're cheating. Yeah, that, <laughs> that one's put an asterisk on it. It's not. This was in day two of trade. They reached uh, two trillion in day two of trading. It's not yeah. the same. It's not the it still same. reached it. It's not the same. That's that's not a comparable company. Um and Tesla hit Tesla hit two thousand dollars. So I guess that's that's the main point that we're discussing today. So uh going back to the stock split, why does the stock split increase your increase your um your stock price if it's the same thing? Essentially, by what you said, you're just splitting it up. I think it gives it gives your stock more access to a wider investor base. I think that's what they're trying to achieve. So that increases the price? It increases, hmm. So I think what it does is that it increases supply of the stock, right? But then it might increase the demand of the stock more. I think that's what they're trying to achieve, but yeah. But why would it increase the demand more than the, like why? Why? That's a good question. I would say, I guess more people have access to it because now the stock is split. Um, say people like, Tani said it earlier, people that don't um, invest on platforms that do fractional shares. If, if the stock is cheaper, they can now purchase a bit of Apple that they never could before. 
I think we're just going to have to dive into this one, boys. Um, yeah, because... What is, driving, what is driving Tesla's stock price, please? What's going on? Nothing. I'm going to break it down. Helium, um, hydrogen. I guess it, it, it depends. It depends where you want to start. Do you want to start why they are where they are today or why they've had their rise over the past few months? Because I guess they're actually... You know what? In fact... I mean... Let's you let's go them. with let's go with let's go right, with right. with the rise over the last the last six months. So, okay. I mean, if we look March, what's that? Eighteenth of March, it was at three hundred and sixty. Jesus, three hundred and sixty dollars. <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, that is that is during cool. the coronavirus drop. Yeah. So that's right when the market bottomed out. So before that, February, it was at like four hundred or five hundred. No, it was at, it hit it hit seven hundred in February. Oh, seven forty in February. So let's go let's go with that number. Seven hundred. It's now at two thousand one hundred and forty eight. Okay. Um, one thing I'd say off the bat, since lockdown, if you compare Tesla to other EV companies in the market, with Tesla they outperformed. Like for example, their deliveries declined only about five percent during the lockdown period. Whereas most other competitors saw their sales drop by 30%. So it clearly shows they were more adaptable. They were more adaptable to the COVID market because while other um, car companies rely on, um, say, car sales rooms to make their sales, a lot of Tesla sales are made online. And that is likely to be the future. We're seeing it through e-commerce and a lot of other activities. So I don't see why it wouldn't move on to cars. And I'd say Tesla has been geared to that. That's, that's one example anyway. Um, you could see that I could dive in. They've, they're, I think they're the most geared for the Chinese market, I'd say. Um, they hold them. I'm pretty sure in the past year, they've gone from about 6 to 21% market share in just a year in China. And one of the main factors was the, um, they set up their factory in China. So they literally bypassed all the import costs and it's just made it much cheaper for Chinese people to get it. And so that and a lot of other factors, Tesla seemed the best EV company geared for growth. A lot of people will try and compare to like um, Toyota and compare their EV sales at the moment. While it's not there, I think their price has been priced in for future um, improvement in the company. But then they haven't shown any improvement in like sales and earnings. And that's like, well, that's typically correlated with um, share price. So what, like why are they just rising crazily? Okay. Uh, obviously, their profit sales don't match their um, share price massive increase. But another thing is the cult following. And I think that's a big thing. I think that's changed the game. We know retail investing since COVID has massively increased. And I think that is going to be the new normal. We talk about the new normal and everything. I think some people maybe aren't willing to accept the new normal the financial markets. A lot of people have a cult following behind Elon Musk and Tesla. Literally, if you go around everywhere, if you were to scour... I know this is going to sound noobish, but if you scour the internet, if you scour places like Reddit, everyone is for Tesla. And there must mm. be a reason why. Even, even the short On your sellers, side of Reddit. The... On your side of Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. But all I'm going to say is even the short sellers, people like, we know it's the most shorted stock, but a lot of these short sellers don't want to, lo- they don't want to take huge losses. So they also are buying up Tesla stock to, to cover their losses. They're increasing the demand for Tesla. It's literally a cycle. Yeah, but that, that is a bad thing though. Isn't it? Well, if short sellers, they're just doing it to cover the puts, well, cover their short positions. 
the fact that they're buying just to cover that. Well, it was. Does that mean I think it's been been over two. It's been over two months where since Tesla has been the most shorted company, and yet we're still yet to see their prices drop. And so all they're doing is just bumping up demand for it, at least for the time being. So can I can I dive deeper? Yeah, yeah. You said three very important points, and like, thank you for being on the show because I think that was lots of insights, man. Um, You seem to really love. (laughs) <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah. Number I, one I, I, I really boy. Do. You know what? I, I loved it so much, but all I'm just going to say, I was convinced by certain members of this podcast to release my position of Tesla and I've regretted it ever since. So. Don't say six Bye back in. No, name bye back in. My name is Tani. My name is Tani and I told him to sell because he's my friend. I told him to sell because he's my friend. And, and he made me lose out on some serious games. I, I think I sold at about 1500 and what price okay, buy back in. Buy back in. Hmm. I don't, I don't know. I don't know about that. I think I've come to the conclusion at this stage. I don't know if it's worth the value of 2K. And I did say at the time we were discussing, I don't know if it hits 2,000. I don't know if it's worth its value then. But why is it 2,000? Why not 1,500? Why not 700? So you can actually Again. jump in whenever you feel like. Because there's... Because when it was at 300, okay. people were like, uh, you know what I would say? Fundamentals, it should be at $40. So, you know what I would say personally? Personally, I'm in a position where I don't hold, um, I don't hold a lot of positions in a lot of companies. So I can see potential in a lot of other growth companies that are more certain of their growth compared to Tesla. So I'd much rather bank my money in those type of companies than Tesla because of it. Like, it's so polarizing. So as much as I say all these good stuff about Tesla, I'm not entirely sure, but I'm much more confident in other type of growth stocks compared to Tesla. So that's my position. Ever since I've pulled out, I made the conclusion that there's a lot of other growth stocks available. I'm not going to go to Tesla, but that's me personally. doesn't mean I still don't respect Tesla and its position, but that's me, yeah. I mean, I, I think understand that. I hear that. Respect Tesla, but then we still apart just don't... Hmm? Okay, apart from Tani, but then we still just don't think it's understand why the price has just risen so much over the past couple of months and you just can't say it's because of Elon Musk cult following like just because he has you guys like appreciating <laughs> so, his tweets so, so what do you think it, so what do you guys think it is then I think they've been really strategic in like getting the right news to come out on them so with the earnings so then they did the whole um profits for the next four for the past four quarters and the Mm-hmm. present quarter and then what you actually see as well is that the profits weren't a lot of the profits or revenues were to do with um non-sales so stuff to do with um selling regulatory credits as well did you read about that so it's although it's a good company and i'm not saying that that um source of income is going to disappear but people are so crazy about the car but then is the car actually doing so well in terms of sales Another thing that they did for the past earnings is that they basically just underplayed the forecast earnings for the number of cars they're going to manufacture in that quarter. And they knew they were underplaying it and they knew they were going to make more. So then when they made more, they got a huge jump in their share price because people were like, oh, my days are doing better than everyone expected. And then... No, I but even, also this, I, 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 I would say just there, even okay. to get a profit, even to just get a profit in the most recent quarter, most of their competitors couldn't even do that. So I think that's an achievement in itself. Like you did say, there was are you sure? regular. Uh, Who I'm are the aware. competitors? Um, you mean like in terms of EV or just in terms of car? Like just I would say car. I meant car manufacturers. In, I meant car manufacturers in general. 
Hmm. I can't, unless, I can't I've, unless, I've, unless I've got it wrong. Unless I've got it wrong. Right, anyway, you continue. Okay, but yeah, another thing I was going to say was to do with the stock split. I don't see how necessarily, fundamentally as a company, it helps Tesla to stock split. I don't, I think they just did it for the news buy and the fact that people, statistically speaking, companies that split the stocks do better after they split the stocks. So I think maybe investors saw that as, oh my days, this is time to do, invest and get in on the future gains that are going to come. So I think they're really good at like using those news, um, using those, what's the plural thing? Wait, Tanya, what do you mean by do, do better in what sense? Like, do, do they share earn price, more share money? Share price. Oh, share price. But then how does that act? But then how is that actually beneficial to the investors? Because, I mean, it is isn't somehow, but like, like fundamentally, investors are looking for earnings, right? But then that's yeah, but not really improving their earnings, is it? I mean, if they can sell it on for a greater price, then... No, but like, I'm something. talking about, like, fundamentals that, like... Just a larger, larger... You'd like invest investments. in a... Yeah, you'd invest in a company because you expect dividends, right? Like, traditionally, right? Yeah, that's traditional. <laughs> yeah. So... I get what you're saying. So then... Yeah. Mm, I don't know. I think it's more to do for the stock. It's just to make the stock more accessible. It's not necessarily to do... So maybe the larger investors don't really gain. I think it's to make it more accessible for maybe smaller scale. Because yeah. other than that, I don't see, I personally don't see how it would help that much. But yeah. Another thing to note is that companies that do stock splits as well, they're usually doing well. So they usually are going to post greater earnings and the share price is going to go up anyway. So the fact that people say, um, companies that um, split their stocks do better. Might, it might be a miscorrelation. I don't know what you call it. Like, it might be a wrong thing, wrong, like the wrong two dots to point to, whatever I might say that. So, yeah. so um, do you guys think, like, um, Tesla's share price is going to continue to rise? Or are you going to you know drop? I think, I think I would still say yes, because I don't see... It, it's for, for, the, for the past few weeks anyway, and a couple months, it's been good news after good news for Tesla. And unless something significant happens, I'm unaware of, I, I see it not being a, a meteoric rise as it's been now, but I still see it having a decent rise or nearly plateauing, if anything, for the time being. I, I, I don't see a big drop personally. You, I guess I've got a question. i got a question. If coronavirus didn't happen, do you think Tesla would be where it is now? No. No way. No. Absolutely not. But you could say that for a lot of companies at the moment. Yeah. Wait, where would it be if there was no coronavirus? Would you want me to give a number? <laughs> no, no, a number, like just an idea. Higher, lower, uh, how much lower, how much higher? Hmm. Bearing in mind it was 700 in February. Yeah. Mm. I, I guess I don't know because I, I, I would imagine it would grow. Um, no, I would say in, 20, in 2019, if I remember back in 2019, it was doing like a, quite a good rise compared to previous years. And yeah. if there wasn't coronavirus, then they would have, they, I, I assume they would have gr- shown growth in their profits and their revenue. So I would still imagine a good amount of growth, but maybe it would, maybe it would be around the 800 to 900 mark. I don't, I don't, really, I don't see it touching four figures at, the, at this current moment. 
I would have but, said like 1,100 or something. Do you think? Yeah. Because they, so they would have kind of... Yeah, sorry. If that's the case, so if coronavirus... Because with a tech company, right, you can understand why coronavirus would, would directly cause an increase in their share price, right? Because naturally people are at home, they're using more technology, online more, blah, 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 blah. Cool. You can see that. There's a clear a clear cause and effect when it comes to a tech company. And mm. we don't quite class Tesla as a, as a tech company, agreed? So... Mm. What exactly? It's not, it's, it's not a tech company, Tani. No, but it's regarded as a tech company, which is why it's, things are going well for them. No, but what? Okay, what does it mean to be regarded as a tech company? What is that? I don't know. You mean in terms of how it's, it's behaving, or because they're in not in terms of how it's not, behaving, definitely. Yeah, and but in terms in, of it's like not, the it's not future, a, it's not a technology company though. It's not a technology company. It, it is. Company. It actually, it's a self. They're trying to do self-driving cars. That's a technology. Well, even cars. Yeah, but it's building on what? It's a car. Self-driving. I don't understand technology. You putting a computer in something doesn't make you a tech company, bruv. That's not how it works. You manufacturing the computer. They're making the computer though. Wait, guys, guys, Josh, what's what are you going to say? No, but you know, but but if if other car companies <laughs> have have self-driving, I'm not understanding what you're saying because Tesla aren't the only ones with self-driving cars. No, but you don't the call whole other cars tech self-driving. Company. The whole the whole business is to do with self-driving. Yeah, that, that, they want to be think fully that's autonomous. I think, I think that's why the price is going up so much. I think that's the actual reason because there's no other logical reason they'll be doing better than every single car manufacturer. They have more market cap than all the car manufacturers in the US combined. They're bigger than Walmart in terms of share price, in terms of market cap as well. Like, there's no other reason. You even I got think, to think about, I, th- I think people, are, oh, sorry. I just had one no, point. It's fine, it's I fine. think people are underestimating the growth of the EV market. It's only like, it's currently only at 2%. I think global sales, like electric vehicles, only make up 2% of car sales. And we know that's going to grow. So if there's so yeah. much potential for growth, and we're saying, Tesla um, in the US, in China, is the best gear to tackle that market, then I don't see I, I, the potential. But what I'm saying almost... is, what I'm saying is coronavirus didn't change that potential. Mm. I kind of I I, understand I, that. The only thing I can think of, but I don't think it's too relevant, but is that, I don't know, we're seeing a lot of push. Um, ever since lockdown, people have been more tentative to... I don't know, get on pub shared vehicles, stuff stuff such as um, um, like public transport, for example. So people are geared more towards cars. But saying that, I don't think Tesla buyers are the type of people to go on public transport anyway, to, to, the, to a large extent. I would, I would imagine they you buy the actual car, you mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. You also said something about um, um, the, having, them having online sales. I think it's kind of relevant as well. I think so, that as well. They're more geared for the future in that sense, and maybe because of Corona, people are just more are seeing it more. I don't. You're right that there's not really any cause and effect between staying at home and having cars, but I think in terms of just tech as a trailblazer for all the movement that's been happening in the markets, I think they have a kind. They kind of have a right to be on that like ride as well. I don't know about that. I, I don't know. I, that, I that's just, why I think even defining Tesla as a tech company is might not be relevant to this argument, right? Because it's not just tech companies that 
um, succeeded after lockdown. It was tech companies that facilitated working from home that su succeeded, right? So not necessarily Microsoft. Um, do you how did Apple? How did Apple facilitate that though? Well, Apple has like what's it called? I the movie uh, Apple, Apple, TV. Apple TV, and they also have Apple Music. And they have App Store, so like lots of apps in the App Store. Right? But in terms of revenue drivers, how much did that change in, in lockdown? It, the proportions definitely change, and it geared more towards services. Yeah, but I don't know what services. Um, I'm trying to say like Jerry's Jerry's what well, Jerry was on the right track. He was saying that this increase in share price after lockdown was driven by was was geared towards tech companies, right? But then even saying Tesla as a tech company might might not be relevant because they don't facilitate any sort of working from home type activities. So why are they yeah. still using? I think another thing to just, just in general, we've seen the power of retail investors. We've seen like people always talk about Robinhood investors, right? And the effects they're having on markets. And because Robinhood investors or retail investors of nowadays because of Corona actually are more speculative they're not necessarily trying to hold stocks and like build a portfolio for life. They're just trying to make money, right? Because they, I don't know, because Fed stimulus, whatever, whatever. So I think that plays a part into just the rally, but maybe not necessarily. Yeah, so I think it's, we don't, it's not necessarily the fact that they facilitate, it's the fact that more people are looking at the stock market speculatively. Hmm. Wait, I have a question. Do you guys think that I feel like a lot of people view Tesla as having um, a lot of competitive advantage over all the other manufacturers in the EV markets. But do you guys actually think that's true? Like, is there such a massive difference in the other companies other than Tesla is focused on EV and other, com other automotive companies? It's just one department, not their main focus. That's I would say... I was going to say, if you were to look at anyone, um, I, would, I would compare Tesla to Apple in the smartphone market in the sense that from, from what I've gathered from people across the world, from whenever people purchase a Tesla, they always say it's the best vehicle they have. Like everyone knows about Tesla. Everyone knows about Tesla electric vehicles and everyone has said it's the premium range and it's not too expensive. I'm trying to think how to frame it. It's like, in the app, see with Apple products, there tends to be always a car. If there's a new iPhone coming out, you've got people queuing around the block. I, I tend to see Tesla in the sense that people have always highlighted their quality. And I think Elon Musk has always um, geared, been geared towards the quality of their product. And people have, so I think from what reviews, I've never been in a Tesla, so I can never tell you, but people have said the product is miles better than anything else they have. Especially also their, re their recharging units as well. I think that's a big thing. Because from what I, I think, yeah. from what I gather, you can recharge full battery in an hour and they've got recharging points across many locations and you can integrate it into your navigation so if you're going on a long journey it can stop you off there i think little factors like that make a big difference into the quality of the products we all know if, if i think a business tends to do well if the product has good enough quality and i think in that sense it tends to be better and it's not as expensive as other competitors compared to bmws for example that i've seen being compared to um so I know that Tesla has um, the charging networks, which provides them with like a competitive advantage. But then 
what are the other like what are the other things that they have that would help them maintain the same position in like five or six years like are you how are we sure that there isn't going to be another tesla i think i think even being early in the game is is a good factor because everyone if, if you were to ask anyone about an electric vehicle the per- first brand they'll think about is tesla which i think makes a big deal if you were to ask anyone what the um an iphone i mean a smartphone brand people would say iphones i keep relating it back to apple because i see in that sort of sense it's almost a premium product in the industry but i don't know yeah I, you know that's a bit of a waffle but i don't know i don't have to explain it i don't have to explain it. i think it's with all the big companies that you have like apple amazon like let's say with the Kim, kindle and the iphone those were not the first products in the market i guess they were the first mainstream products but then i mean this is a much bigger market so i guess your threshold sure. for how many those you're expecting to call it um a dominant player in the market would be higher so I'm not sure that just because they're the first to be in the markets is a suitable bar. Because, I mean, also, co- um, countries have, like, their 2030 and, like, 2050 goals to achieve for, like, climate change. So you might see um, increasing government subsidies for EVs. So this might obviously make it easier for more competitors to enter the industry. So I'm not really sure, like, what their main selling point is for why they will still be like leaders in this industry. They're really paying the, they're really nice. Marketing is a big thing in itself. Elon Musk himself is a marketing material. Like they don't, <laughs> my friend um, gave this point to me. He, he is, he is literally, he's a marketing material himself. Like everyone knows of Elon Musk. And he's I think- dangerous. <laughs> oh my days. You say he's dangerous, but, <laughs> you say he's dangerous, but no one's seen stock rides mm-hmm. like Tesla has, so. Apple's on pretty. He well. must be doing. He must be doing something right. I'm thinking. I, I think people. I, I think people don't just give Elon enough respect. But I don't think that's a separate issue. He. You should just check his CV. Man's done a lot. Like he's got PayPal. He's got SpaceX, and now he's got Tesla. Like he is erratic. All right. <laughs> I think. <laughs> you know, but you know, if I, I ask you to transfer, you, you know, if I ask you to transfer me fifteen pound, what's your first? What's your first point of call? Monzo. Monzo. <laughs> oh, okay. I was hoping you'd say PayPal. I was hoping you'd say PayPal. No, but I'm not. I'm not saying he's not a good inventor, a good whatever. I just don't think he's like he's made to lead companies. Or I think he should just leave Tesla. Just leave. He should just get out of there. No, but I, I, I think he adds a lot of company. value to Tesla. I think him and his name himself adds a lot of value to Tesla personally. Yeah, I think that's that's a good point because yeah, but he can also take a lot of value. He's a volatile person. Gone, gone. Explain what what makes him volatile. Is it because he smokes weed? Legally? No. Oh, weed is cool, okay. man. Oh, weed is cool, dude. Come on, dude. Come on, dude. He so says what, a lot of things. Gone. He's not CEO material. He's not CEO material. He called someone that was rescuing kids in the Philippines a pedophile. Yeah, true. That's true. He he's more than once been on the line with the sec in terms of what he can and cannot say Mm -hmm. and he doesn't bear any remorse i mean he's a cool dude if you want to say it like that but i don't think he's ceo material and and i think as much and as much um, good he can do for the company he can also do us a lot a lot of bad well english but then but then i don't (laughs) i don't think that's a fair point i don't think that's a fair point people say the same about donald trump 
In the sense that, in the sense, he's not president material. He's erratic. He's been in trouble with the authorities. Um, he tweets whatever yes. he wants. Yes. <laughs> and, and millions of people still vote for him. That's that's what I'm saying. Who- yeah, but does that? That's a good point because traditionally the the persona of a CEO might be changing. You might need to be more of a celebrity almost to get there. I, I mean, I, I don't I, see I, it in any other industry point. necessarily, but you're right. People do. He's a big, really big part of Tesla. I just think he's also, it's, it's also very, it's dangerous. Like if you're a shareholder, you're not going to be like, go Elon, go Elon. You're going to be very scared of what the next thing he tweets, the next thing he says. That's, that's I don't know. But then you kept, wasn't Steve Jobs like that. Uh-huh. And then they fire him. I'm confused. And they brought him back because they needed him. <laughs> yeah. Yes, but they still fired him. So my point about like the CEO persona, it's very, it's very important. Well, it was very important. I don't know about now. Steve Jobs, Steve Jobs is what made Apple Apple though. Yes. Fez. But then they still made the decision that he had to go at that point. And they realized it was a mistake. So are you saying yeah. Tesla should make the same mistake and then bring Elon Musk? No, Bass? but are we comparing are we comparing Steve Jobs? Tesla to Elon Musk first of all I think I think that's exactly what Natan was doing when he compared Apple and Tesla so we're saying of the same pedigree I'm not even same pedigree I I, I, I wouldn't say that because Apple the fact of having an iPhone they can definitely be compared yeah in terms of what did you say ambition yeah first first Mm. first but so you can compare them with a lot of tech Moguls. <laughs> no. no, but so you know, like, the- but, like, yeah, his companies are very diverse and very, very ambitious. How do you start from an e-payment company to, I mean, to be fair, an e-payment company to an electric company, but then going to start, uh, like, next year, starting to uh, provide commercial rights to space out of nowhere, and then also having a boring company in the middle of, is it L.A.? It's, yeah, he's, he's done a lot. He's done a lot. I'm not saying he hasn't done a lot. I'm just saying, is it worth it? And only time will tell. Only time will tell if it's worth it. I think it's worth it. You, I, so I if think you we were could... a major shareholder, you'd be comfortable with him really leading your company, leading the company you have major shares in. Mainly, you in have... the sense that... This guy said um, we've secured... Private funding at four twenty dollars as a joke because four twenty ha 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 weed ha 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 and he got in trouble. That that, yeah. that can't run, please. If I'm a shareholder, maybe you'll learn. I'm gonna maybe be like, what is your problem? He he can still grow into the role. It's not like he he won't. He, saying as if he won't make learn from his mistakes. Because one guy. thing I will say, when you look at Tesla and when you look at SpaceX, he has employed his own founding philosophies in that. Um, they pretty much manufacture all um, all the products themselves. They don't really rely on a lot of suppliers for their own parts and stuff. And so that he's applied that to both companies. And the reason why they've been able to do well and to produce, um, say, say for SpaceX, they were able, was the first private launch of a human into space. I think the reason why they're able to do it at such cheap cost without without governments is that they were able to um, do, manufacture it all themselves. And they were basically able to cut a lot of middlemen. And that's his own philosophy. Like it. I would say not for. I would say I would be comfortable with him running Tesla because he, I believe he, he's the one that built up Tesla. On that on that point though, like 
starting to manufacture all of your raw materials by yourself, he had lots of failed lunches, right? And that lost him a lot of money at the start. Um, mm-hmm. I think he only recently started getting really successful over yeah. last year and the start of this year. So Because it's not I only to... You get. <laughs> Yeah. Like regardless of what happens, I like that because he's he's an innovative person. He does a lot of the technology, but as a shareholder, your your like mission is to get money off your investment. You're not trying to see oh my days. You go into space. This, I I own this company that go into space, but they're posting losses every quarter. You you don't care if they go to space if you're not getting any money. So I don't think Elon sees necessarily. Well, at least saw that, like 2019, 2018, 2019. Maybe now he's tried to gear his company more to making profits. I think they could always make profits, but before he did, he wasn't really, um, he wasn't really that he wasn't prioritizing that at all. So yeah, I, I, I think in this day and age, in, in in this tech day and age, a lot of there's a lot of companies doing very well on the stock market that have never posted a profit. That seems Which is like the worrying new thing these to days. me. To me, is worrying. Because you have like an Uber, you have an Airbnb. When are they going to make profits? Nobody knows. But then you can't you you can't deny the power they hold, in the sense Definitely. that once they built such such infrastructure, there's a lot of things they could expand into. For Uber, who knows when, if and when, um, not even if, when what's it called? Automatic taxis become a thing. Self-driving taxis, sorry, become a thing. That could be a game changer for them. I don't know if it will come in time for them. Who knows? But that's very maybe they, being able to lay the groundwork. I think and post losses could set you um, set you in a good position for the future. If you look at Amazon, for example, they posted losses for years before they started to do well. That's a good point. That's a good point. But David yeah. knows all about that. David knows about. He Shout, out Shout out to Jeff. Shout out to Jeff. Dinner with Jeff over ten thousand dollars every day. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, guy. I wonder. Did, you, what, did people say the same thing about Jeff? Or maybe it's ten years ago. I don't know because I, I wasn't aware. But yeah, were, were people David? Did, did, I, that's, yeah, go on, people were David or no? Wow, you guys. Really did they say the same thing about Jeff? Jeff Bezos. You read the book in it, David. Teach yeah. us. You read the book. I man. think being concerned that he wasn't making profits for a long time. I mean, yeah, because he was also wasting money on um, because he was doing a lot of acquisitions on so many different com- companies and just wasting money because i think there was a period of like six years where most of his acquisitions failed and he had to take a step back and like take a break from actually acquiring companies because i think at one point he was just acquiring companies to like say oh we need to these guys are doing this well let's just get them and then these guys are doing it but yeah there was a point where people were like is jeff really the guy and then he stumbled on, was it Kindle? Yeah, Kindle was kind of saved him as well. And I love Amazon as a company and I love their strategy. <laughs> I'm never going to lie. I love, I, love, I love the fanboys in this group, bro. I love you guys, man. You guys will ride for these companies. I love it. Well, I mean, I I'm not ride or die for Amazon. I'm definitely ride or die for Apple. But <laughs> I, appreciate, I appreciate Amazon from afar. I, I see them. What's this stuff? Bro, you can get same day delivery. Same See, day delivery. David's, David's, David's Amazon, Josh's Apple, Nathan's Tesla. Tani, what's your own? Which one? Or well, you haven't like decided Apple. yet? I like Apple, but I don't know if I'm a fanboy, fanboy. You're a fanboy. You've completed, You're a fanboy. 
Tanya is, is the only one in this thing that's completed the album. Apple, Apple, Apple Watch. Apple Watch. Apple Watch. It's not a vibe, it's not a vibe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I said every accessory, name it, bruv. I've got it. I've got it. Because we've been like, Thanos, you know the vibes. <laughs> Jerry, what about you? What's, what's your... This guy oh, no, is not, he's not loyal. Listen, loyalty in business, bruv. That's There's no like loyalty in business. These are the guys you have to fear. Because these, the the <laughs> these are the guys. Bro. You've already come in with the mentality that there's no loyalty. Me, I'll be loyal. I'm not okay. going to be loyal still. Ride, your, ride, your stock, ride your stock down to zero. I don't understand <laughs> what you're saying, bro. <laughs> That's just silly. So, you can't, so you can't be emotional, far. man. You can't be emotional when you're making investment decisions. Hmm. That's not true. Hmm. I mean, you can also gain money through emotion, right? Like, like Nathan said, the Tesla fanboys that have been with him since day one. But that's a peculiar case, to be fair. Yeah, it's, it's it's risky business because I think we're going to see more companies like Tesla. I don't think it's going. To, I don't think they're an anomaly. In what sense? Like EVs or fast? No, not like EVs. The fast, r- kind of fast like rising companies. Apple. Yeah. Mm. Fast rising companies that maybe people and traditional analysts could not explain their growth, where their valuations don't match. No, as in where traditional valuations don't match their stock price. Yeah, I hear that definitely. Yeah, but as in that's that's usually called a bubble, and then bubbles (laughs) burst. Fair 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 point. Fair point. You make a point. Okay, Nata, if someone told you you could invest in Tesla, right? Invest. Mm-hmm. You can you can lock in at one thousand seven hundred, but then mm-hmm. you would have to hold till this time next year. Would you hold? Would you do it? I'd, I'd say for five years I'd hold it. For five years I'd hold it. One year. Because one year. One year. <laughs> I don't know. Do I have to sell my position after a year? Actually, no. Uh, that's not even relevant. Yeah. Just just let's just say you let's say you have you have to sell it and like you're just about the profit. Um. I don't know because. The way I see Tesla and the big gains they're going to make, it's not a one-year job. And so who knows, they could, they, um, I don't know what type of news could come up, but I know, in, I believe and strongly believe in five years' time, there'll be enough growth in the EV market for Tesla to capitalize on and we'll see a big deal. But that's me. But in a year, I'd say no. But five years, I'd say definitely. I'd, I'd lock in at 2000 for five years. Mm. I'd say that. It's also fair to be conscious about that growth in the EV market. Especially like David said about five years. Is, five years is a long time, you know. Wait, like, so, yeah. a, lot, a lot can happen in five years. I just want to confirm. Elon you know, Musk will just get some lawsuit. As sure. in, the company could not be here. <laughs> That's a long time. Ah, mm, uh, what do you do? You in terms of long term, I think I think I think I Tesla gen- has has footing. I think they have footing, definitely. I do. But I don't. Companies can disappear, man. Price. Companies that's that's one final question for you. Go on. Is it Tesla you really like, or is it Elon Musk you really like? Mm, no, I'm, I'm not gonna act like I'm. I'm. I'm the biggest know it all about Elon. So I'd say Tesla. I'd say it's Tesla. I'd say it's Tesla because I don't know. I haven't been in a lot of EV cars, but from what I gather from reviews and personal public opi- public opinion and anecdotes, Tesla seems miles above any other competitor at the moment and they're roughly um, i think on a kind of affordable scale i think you can get a cheapest tesla product at like thirty nine thousand dollars, which isn't too bad for an electric vehicle 
And the product, it, I, I, like I've said, I think their footing in China is a big deal. They're a non-Chinese company getting not as much aid as other Chinese companies, yet they still have 21% market share. A year ago, it was only 6%. I think they've been making key strategic moves that may not see their full benefits in a year. But in five years, I definitely see it personally. That's, that's but, me. And like I think someone mentioned earlier with government um, pushes to more, um, what's it called, electric vehicles. I think that kind of push will push more people towards, um, will just only benefit Tesla. That's true. But then uh, I, I think oh, to be, what did you say? I think government pushing towards EVs would just force the bigger, maybe not, not as big as Tesla at the moment, but the other big automotive companies to also fully focus on EVs. And that's huge. Yeah. I, I would say one concern, yeah, with Tesla. I don't know if they'll be able to scale up fast enough. Say if demand comes shooting across, those other legacy car companies could, could are in a much better position to scale up to supply better than um, Tesla could. So that, that could be a key issue. Yeah. If Tesla missed that, that is a key issue, I would say. I think they're doing quite well in that regard. I think they've been making, at least optically, they've been making strategic moves to make sure that um, they can keep up with the demand of their cars. So they have a new factory in China. I think they're building another factory somewhere in America, some Arizona, one of them big places. So I think they're making the right steps. So that's another reason why the share price might be acting positively. But yeah. Other companies, Wait, do, I, I read do, do about... you guys... Oh, sorry. Go on, continue, continue. Like, I read about another company called NIO. It's a Chinese EV company. And they're quite similar to Tesla. We've seen the share price also um, soar as well. And people have really high expectations for them. And then some people might argue that NIO are more um, better suited to progress over the next five years. Because, let's say, because they're in China. And they can, like, ramp up production much quicker than... Tesla and stuff like that. Chinese company. Yeah. Yeah. But then the yeah, like I said, my, my, key, my key concern is scaling up. I don't know if they'll be able to scale up fast enough. Like, like, even like you were saying, they're building factories here and there. These legacy car companies have got, have got factories in most markets. In the yeah. EU, there's a lot of um, they, they'll be centered in the EU. They've got um, factories across America, South America, even parts of China and Af no, maybe not so much Africa, but definitely China. So, I don't know. I think. Is it the, oh, sorry, sorry, to cut you off. I was, no, no, I was done. I was done. No, no, I insist. <laughs> 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 I'm just going to repeat the same point. The scaling, the scaling issue. Uh, no, no, I was no, just, I'll just, I was, I was literally just going to build on your points. I think, like you said, the legacy power companies have enough fuel, and they have really, really deep supply chains that span through every corner of the world, right? So you see uh, different. Uh, car shops in London or even in Milan, etc. Whereas in for Tesla, you'd only see I think two main stores in, in London to sell Tesla cars, right? So if there's that like very quick change in government regulation saying, all right, between now and the next three years, we need you to fully focus on EVs, then that might not necessarily be good for Tesla. Mm. I guess yeah. the another thing to cut, like how long would they? It has to do with timing as well because they would also have to be able to basically get to Tesla's level of um, charging networks. And that's not really linked to their current supply chain. Like in terms of making cars, that's going to be fine, I guess, because I don't think there's going to be a massive difference in what they're already doing. But then obviously the main benefit of Tesla is that 
you can basically charge it wherever you go. But then for these other cars, they're going to have to also spend time developing these charging locations for their cars. And do you think like that's possible like in the time, like it, let's say a three year period for them? Yeah. Tesla's battery like, business is large. It's very big and it's second to none. So that's something. Just, in, just even in terms of, um, what do you call it? Just storage of renewable energy. Like they're a really big player in that as well. So the batteries are, are really good. Yes, yeah, so well, you said David for the lack scale, right? Um, Pardon? They have intellectual property, right? So they have all of these very niche, advanced technologies that would be useful in the future, but they don't have yeah. the scale to get it to the customers as, as fast as possible compared to the legacy brands. Um, yeah, you could say well, yeah. David with what you said. I was going to say what you said about um, would they be able to ramp up their charging points? I would imagine. If governments do a fast push towards EV, I would imagine they would like to partner up with these said legacy car companies in advance to push for that. So I think if there was a fast ramp measure, I could imagine these competitors could catch up. If there mm. was, if it was through, if demand was pushed through a government push. But then would they also, would the government ignore Tesla? Like, would they not factor them in as well? I guess it, it depends how these car companies move. And who, whoever can provide, provide the cheapest, I, I, I'll be honest, I'm not really sure. I'm not sure in that instance. Tesla already get a lot of money from them selling EV cars right now. So that's another thing to note. So then they have an advantage in that regard right now. And, and I don't know, for me, I think Tesla is going to stay. My, my only reservation and problem is the fact that they're currently trading bigger than companies like Toyota, for example. So in terms of their product, right, it's an, it's an it's um an electronic vehicle but are they gonna make are they gonna manufacture more cars than toyota who do electric vehicles and let's say just normal gasoline or whatever you put in a car vehicles is it gonna be much bigger because i don't see that happening i I think i think they're always gonna be like well from now from future projections and stuff i think they're always gonna be the biggest player in ev like just just because of the footing they have because of the batteries, because of the just the aesthetic of the whole brand and everything, like Nathan's explained. But I don't see how big the EV market is actually going to be in the future. I don't see it as being so big that Tesla is more valuable than all these other traditional companies. That's my problem. Well, I think the main difference for the valuation for both is that Tesla is focused on a growing market and then Toyota's main focus is on a market that's supposed to be contracting like long term basically like we don't expect to be using as many um gasoline cars in like 10 to 20 years right but then we expect to but toyota have electric cars their man made the prius like that that car's everywhere to be fair that's that's hybrid but as in they have they've clearly shown that they're capable yeah, but I'm saying I'm saying I'm saying they're capable, but then I guess right now the view is that that's not their focus, right? Are you sure? Where did, how did where did that come from? What do you mean? Most of their sales are coming from um As in obviously most of their sales will still be traditional vehicles, but that doesn't mean they're not in the future thinking about electric, right? No. No, I'm saying they're still thinking about it, but then like Tesla is 
just an EV. So one one is a specialized company and another a specialized company yeah. in a growing market, and one is a diversified one. But then it's diversification is across a growing market and a market that's supposed to contract. That's what I'm saying. And also, I've got another question because you said going back to Nathan, you said the car costs like thirty nine thousand, right? Do you think that's affordable? No, no, I'll be honest. Not not for a typical car, but for an electric vehicle. I would say that's decently priced. Yeah. Okay, but if if Toyota were to make an electric vehicle, it would be significantly cheaper, right? Agreed? Mm-hmm. So, well, I guess this goes back to the point before that. If that if that electric vehicle market does, does continue to grow, you're going to see Toyota and Nissan and whoever just making cars that are actually like... In my but, head, but you're, uh, you're basing it on the assumption that they're not going to be able to provide cheaper products. If you've seen, over I don't the think past they want. Years, I don't think they want to provide cheap. You can't maintain your luxury brand or your high end brand mm-hmm. and be selling cars for ten thousand pounds. I'm not. I'm not looking at ten thousand pounds. To be fair, I'm. I'm not looking at ten thousand pounds. I'm looking at near the maybe thirty thousand mark in and 10, around 000. that part. How much are cars? A car's ten thousand. That's. It depends yeah, what say, car you're can, buying. Can, can, can you provide a? Can you say? Could you buy a brand new car for ten thousand? Ten thousand pounds. I mean, if you like, it depends, it depends on the depends car. You can't just car say. You're yeah, you can't just say. That's what, a very small car, bro. No, but as in, most people aren't driving big cars. If you look at the general population, most people aren't driving thirty thousand pound cars, or if they are, it's because they bought it second hand when it was, however many years old. So it's not. Yeah, I, think it that's wasn't big, I think that's a, I think that's a big market. How many, how many O5 plates are you seeing on the streets today? I'm sure they, they haven't but had the in, car for 15 years. But but the longevity of an electric car hasn't really been tested yet. We don't know if mm-hmm. that's something that can be resold later. And there's that, there's talk of like you have to replace the battery after seven years and the battery is probably the most expensive part of the car, no? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that, that that is a fair point. But I would say, like Tani mentioned earlier, um, their battery and energy business it's second to none. So I can, I can, I still see potential for them to cut costs in that area. And so they will definitely drop their prices. And I think if you want to buy, I think £30,000 is, is a decent level for, I wouldn't say it's completely premium, but it's, an, it's like a, almost a middle type. I'll say it's a no, middle type. Price. I think that's towards premium because a BMW or an Audi is about that much. And that's a premium yeah. car. I also okay. read that. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I, I was thinking around that price, but you, you, I'm saying there are lots of BMWs and Audis about it. it they're, they're still quite a common car. But I guess if you're looking in, at Toyota level, are you like trying to compare older, it directly to Toyota? Ones, yeah. Are you trying yeah, to compare it directly in, to Toyota? There, there are Audis about, but as in, it won't be brand new Audis. Do you see what I mean? So, like, mm-hmm. it's a bit different, but I hear your point. I, I mean, also read that Tesla's. I also read that Tesla's, um, they. They store value, so then they sell secondhand much better than their competitors. And so, yeah, that's also something. So if you buy a Tesla, you're not necessarily going to make as large a loss on that purchase as if you bought, let's say, a BMW or an Audi or another car. So that might be another reason to buy a, just buy a Tesla and pay it like a greater premium for it because you can actually get most, most of your money back if you were to sell it on. But this is I, like limited data because there are not that many Teslas, obviously. But yeah, yeah. I think it's still right. I, re- I, I really think that their prices 
for the cars are going to drop because obviously right now it's expensive but then it's also something like a new technology like initially it's it's always expensive when it first comes because i mean they haven't perfected like all the like the cost of manufacturing and all of that so it's so they basically have to i don't think it's fo- they're fully pricing it based on this is supposed to be a premium model i think they're also pricing it on like manufacturing is for ev cars is expensive i do think i, like, I do think it's I, meant um, to be premium though if we're if we're using the kind of if we're using the kind of the the kind of apple logic apple's a premium brand as well yet a very common phone Hmm. Yeah, I'm not very, I'm not very common. Wait, yeah, no, a, wait, hold on, hold on. Common where? Apple is not a common phone. In Western markets, I would say it's definitely okay. a common phone. Not big in Texas market, to Africa. Come on. Oh. Whoa. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> whoa, whoa. <laughs> no, no comment. No comment. <laughs> <laughs> That's Tani's thoughts alone there. Um, mm. Penny's about to edit this out. Don't worry. Like, just leave me. <laughs> <laughs> Making wild statements anyhow. But, um... And yeah, like, I was, um, I was like Josh saying. said... Oh, sorry. No, go on, go on. I was going to touch on what Josh said. These legacy car companies have already formed supply chains. And so when Tesla... If Tesla is able to get to that level where they're able to create such sophisticated supply chains, that's a massive reduction in cost. And I would imagine they would pass on those savings to the consumer to some extent anyway. Yeah. And renewable energy, just renewable energy as a pitch is, is, is beautiful, guys. It's beautiful. It's just, it's, 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 yeah, it's amazing. Wait, so, so Tani, are you, are you standing Tesla right now? My problem with Tesla <laughs> is that the share price is out of this world and you cannot use any sort of fundamental analysis or any sort of technical analysis to understand why the why the that value because the bigger we talk i'm talking about the ev market i'm saying it's going to grow fast but where is it going to grow to is it going to be larger than the gasoline or just normal petroleum market i don't think so at least in the next 40 years i don't think so okay so let's be open-minded and let's apply non-traditional approaches to the evaluation to lose your money maybe then you understand their value (laughs) you can write a book on that you lost you lost Nathan money share. I'm not the one that lost money. I didn't lose your money. <laughs> I gave him money. advice as a friend because honestly it doesn't make any sense. How to be they honest, I don't know why we're all targeting. How are they worth more than Walmart? Walmart guys. <laughs> Walmart are competing against Amazon share and they have no hope for that. Wait, no, wait, they're doing do, well. They're do doing well believe, e-commerce as well. Do you believe there'll be a big price correction in the next year for Tesla? I think in markets in general. Because what we're going to see okay. is that once things go back to normal, retail investors are not going to have as much time to do all this. It's a new, it's a new normal, mate. It's a new yeah, This is normal. speculative investing, man. This is literally speculative yeah, but, investing. But you know and the way it works. It's only hedge like, funds that do this. Normal, you know, like, long term. Okay. If, if on Robinhood, is it not like you follow someone? So, like, someone, you copy someone's trade. Is that not what it is? Thing. So it only it doesn't really take it doesn't really take them to be constantly looking at it the whole time. Yeah, but I still think it's a lot to do with boredom that made people invest. But as in, if they've made a habit of it, no, would they not now? Would it not now be a daily thing, or however often they want to do it? Mm, I think, Especially if they're seeing games. I think I think 
the distribution of just money in the market is going to change. What we also saw is that, okay, when um, when um, short, when um, large cap companies go down, we actually see mid cap and small cap companies go up in the, in the prices. And that's also because people are like, okay, they're scared of the fact that these large cap companies, they're, they're actually inflated. So they're going to put their money where they usually put their money. So it's like, it's a risk of movement almost to do that because they're like, this isn't real. I'm going to put my money where I would normally put it. So I think once we start to see, get news on like what the Fed's approach is going to be in the next five to 10 years, once people start going to work and lockdowns totally ease, I think we're going to see a redistribution of just money in the S&P 500 or just in in America, especially. Because I think in Europe, it's kind of balanced and the the governments have been kind of conservative in the movements, but in America, it's just been print money, print money till, till death. So, yeah. Wait, but haven't European governments been doing that? Yeah, but it's been more regulated and we don't, it doesn't reflect on, um, what do you call that? On like, let's say the FTSE or the stocks 500, Euro stocks 500. Mm, I think that's good. more to do with the fact. I Excuse think that's more to do with the lack of tech stocks Excuse in Europe. That's a good point. That's a good point. I think. Yeah, tech in Europe is dry, dry. <laughs> it's actually very boring. <laughs> like there's nothing there. Yeah, but then it's, so then we agree that it's only the tech stock. Well, not only, but a lot of the rallies in the S and P five hundred, for example, and that's oh, yeah, to do with is. the tech stocks. So then once yeah. people have other, once people say, I can put my, it's safe for me to put my money in other investments, we're going to see a correction in that because they don't have to leave their money in tech stocks and they might feel that it's inflated as it is. But then tech stocks rose because, I mean, they were needed during, there was like yeah. more demand for their it products. It makes sense. And this is like the new, like, yeah, but it made sense the in the moment. Like, but what? When, you know, you mean we're going to go back to like, I guess an old normal, but then I guess, we're going to a new normal where tech The new normal like, isn't this normal. This, this is abnormal. <laughs> this is hot abnormal. Take, hot take. No, but you, you, gotta, you gotta look at these tech, like so with these tech stocks, I think like I, the reason why they're doing so well is because to some extent, their, their possibilities for growth are almost limitless. Like when you, when you look at someone like Apple, yeah, they've got, we all know they've got huge cash reserves. And I remember hearing this and I think it was a very good point whatever like we've seen them going to music streaming was it movie streaming and whatever venture they then decide to take themselves into they're never starting from scratch because they've got how many millions of people using their iphones and i think that's a key thing and you see stuff like that with facebook and alphabet they've got such huge data and such huge access to so many people i think they're able to um they're able to transcend markets like never before so that's why i think there's going to be i think this new normal May last. Okay, but then, what is what is the target then, share price for this said for this said new normal? When when is it going to stop? When will this craziness stop? Yeah, that, that's something I couldn't tell you. <laughs> okay, I think the crazy stops yeah. now. That's what <laughs> use use the hashtag money and mandem and get involved in the conversation, listeners. Let us know your thoughts. <laughs> Instagram is at money and mandem. If you have any thoughts, just send them through. And Shout yeah. out to Nathan for joining us. Love, love, Shout love. Out to I'm always happy. I'm happy to be here.
Really, really. I, I came. I mainly came here to get onto Tiny, but I didn't even go that far. But it's alright. Right. <laughs> Tiny's always. Uh, I think he's gonna go with me today. Thank you. He owes you money, bruv. Ask for your I money. Owe you. <laughs> he owes you money. Now, I, I quoted in the GC: If Tesla hits two bags by the end of the year, you owe me money, and I'm still waiting. Guys, that's what I'm saying. That's our fault. Tiny, pay, pay, pay. <laughs> I'll pay you. Don't worry. Certain man still haven't paid for their likes, but that's a discussion for another day. I've tried. I don't believe you. I've tried. I haven't. Full disclosure, I have not tried. (laughs) I'm never going to get tiny. You're not paying that, and you're not paying for your likes. But he's buying Apple Watch. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Money and Mandem, and we hope you tune into our next one. Bye. <laughs>